Well, let's welcome back Coach Taylor. Coach, do you have team updates for us today? Yeah, you know what? Things are pretty quiet around the around the facility. Um, you know, with the holiday coming up Thursday, uh, our, our young people have classes today and tomorrow, which is Monday, Tuesday, and they're done, man. So quiet, you know, exit meetings, um, just, you know, trying to figure out, you know, how to get the team over the hump. You know, it's good to ask them questions about the season, what they liked, what they didn't like, how can we improve, how can we how can we um, close the gap on some of these other of some of these other teams in our league and um, exit meetings with coaches and just making sure you know everybody is um, you know on board and, and ready to go for the for the twenty twenty four off season leading up into twenty twenty four season. So fantastic. Well, let's talk about uh, fan questions this week, Coach. And we're going to start with Remy, who would like to know, Coach, can you give us your overall thoughts on how successful you thought the season was? Yeah, you know what. Um, as a coach, you know, a lot of coaches define success in different ways, and it's tough. You know, you can, you can look at records. Um, you can look at individual performances. You know, we all know Charlie Wilson was all conference this year. Excited about that. Um, the thing I looked at was were we a better football team than we were in 2022? That's all I cared about, you know. So just looking at it from um, how we performed, how resilient were we, um, how focused were they in meetings, what did practice look like, did they want to be there. It was, that, that, that gave me the um, – the the, 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 my gut to tell me that we had a better season. We were, it was a, it was a successful season. Not, uh, we didn't win all the games that we obviously could have won, but we did have success. My program is going in the right direction. So couldn't agree more. Marco would like to know, is there any real possibility that Charlie Wilson and some of the other seniors may return next season? Uh, well, you know what the reality is, man, with the, with the way, um, you know, transfer portal works, you know, we don't know. It's a 50-50, you know, just being honest and transparent. You know, we, obviously we want him back, but, you know, you got to be – we got to be smart about it. You know, everybody wants sometimes wants a different experience, so we'll be supportive of that. And, um, like I said, hopefully he comes back. With, you know, if he doesn't, you know, I understand. And, you know, he knows how I feel about him and how everybody around here feels about him. Alec Ralph is another one that has a chance to come back, but he could, um, you know, uh, explore other options. So got to sit down and talk to those two young men and, you know, really try to figure out what's best for them. So. Well, I'm prepared to hire, to, to hide Charlie Wilson's diploma, you know, if they, if they need to. Uh, two questions from, from Tommy. The first is he would like to know, I don't know if you've done this, but have you been able to see what, key, what seniors from teams will be graduating this year and how that should impact the MIAC for next year? You know, it's really tough because you don't know who has that extra, that COVID year. So that is something that we will look at. I have, usually I have my young coach. You know, I have them start looking at that closer to spring practice as we start getting ready to gear it up for that. And that's not until the end of March, early April. So haven't done it yet, but, yes, we do. We do kind of look at it and try to forecast and see what other, what other MIEC schools got, who they got coming back. Like I can tell you right now, the quarterback from Augsburg is back. You know, that receiver from uh, Gus Davis who set all the records, he'll be back. You know, so it's, um, you, know, you kind of have an idea. You know, you kind of have an idea of who's, who's going to be back and who's not. He'd also like to know, of the seniors you have graduating, who do you expect to fill their positions for next year? Yeah, 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 yeah. That's, uh, again, you know, for me to sit here and say that November 20th, I don't think that's really fair. You know, what we do is we go through the off season. We have a process of how we do things. And, you know, spring, spring practice is really, really, really gauged and set to kind of set the depth chart on where you're coming in during the fall. So for me to sit here on November 20th, and say this guy's going to fill this void, this guy's going to fill this void. That wouldn't be fair to some of the other guys on the team. So you got to work and earn everything that they get. And so it's a lot of open positions. 
Jada says, Coach, we haven't heard about the team GPA in quite a while, so how is that going? Yeah, you know what? Um, well, this is they're into the they're into the heart of it, man. This is the thick of it. Um, they're they're you know they got all ten toes on the ground right now when it comes to school because you know we haven't done anything with them since that last game, and you know they really they should be singly focusing um, on their grades and academics. So you know if, if we've done what we've done for the last thirteen out of the fourteen semesters I've been here, we've been over a three point um, So I'm hopefully you know I'm, I'm, I'm hoping that these guys are getting it done in the classroom. So we'll find out here right probably like. Right after, thing, right after Christmas is when, the, you know, the, the finals, well, excuse me, before Christmas, finals week is before that week, and then we usually find out right at the end of uh, finals week. So, uh, Don says, Coach, what do you think about the fact that St. John's did not even make the playoffs and Bethel was knocked out right away? It seemed like the Mayak had a down year overall. Um, I, you know what, I guess I'd push back a little bit. Um, now, St. John's not making it in, I can – I could have seen an argument for them to make it in, but at the, at the end of the day, man, the league is getting better. You know, Gus Davis beat them. And if they beat Gus Davis, then they're, St. John's and Bethel are playing in the Mayak Championship, and they both probably make it. So every week is anybody can beat anybody, man. So I'd say, you know, I wouldn't say the Mayak is down. I think the Mayak is getting better. I'd argue that. But I don't think, I, don't, I wouldn't say it's down. So. Jumping up to Division One, Ethan points out that James Madison finally lost. So that leaves six undefeated. Michigan and Ohio State will knock each other out, one of one of each other out. That will leave only four remaining, Georgia, Washington, Liberty, and Washington. He would like to know if you believe all four of those teams remain undefeated. Mm. Mm, that's a tough one. Georgia, yes. Um, Washington, man, I haven't seen them a lot because they play so late. But, I mean, I guess I'll ride the wave and say, yeah. Liberty, I'd say, why, why not? Um, and who's the fourth one? Florida State. Florida State. Oh man, Florida State. Yeah, I think they're. I think they got a legit chance to to run the table. So yeah, I think they do. I think they will be. Francis has two questions for you. The first is, could you see a one loss Alabama getting into the national playoffs? They already have a loss now. Yes. Yeah, I don't. I mean. If they went out and – no, they can't because they, they don't play Georgia in the um, SEC championship game. Because um, right now, no, Alabama, if they play Georgia in the SEC, I can see them getting in – you know, I can see them getting in with one loss. Yeah. And, you know, that Ohio State-Michigan game gets goofy, real lopsided or something like that. I can possibly see that. If they play in the national – if they play in the SEC championship game and they, and they beat Georgia, um, you know, running away, which I don't know if that's going to – I don't think that will happen. So, but possibly – Francis would also like to know, do you think even if Georgia does not win the SEC, that they still get into the playoffs? Hey, Rob, I want to make a disclaimer that we are, we are not a betting site. I hope people are using this information. <laughs> we don't want to get ourselves fired, Rob, but I do want to say that. So, um, um, I, I do like Georgia a lot. I think, if Georgia, I think if Georgia loses a game based off their resume and what they've done, their body work, I think they still get in personally. I do. Good disclaimer. Uh, Josh says, Colorado has fallen on hard, on hard times and everyone seems to be throwing dirt on Dion's grave, but do you see him continuing to build that program into being something quite successful? Absolutely. Uh, absolutely. And what, what, um, I, I guess what people don't understand who've never been in that seat before slash coach college football, it takes time. It takes time to build your culture get everything right, even with the transfer portal and, 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 and NIL. And it just takes time, man. It just does. So, I mean, we need to, I think 
everybody needs to give Dion some a little bit of grace. Now he's flashy, so maybe he brings a little bit on himself. But that's who he is. That's who he was when he played baseball. He was when he played football at the highest level. So he's going to get right. He's got good. He's got resources, and he's and he has the ability to have good coaches around. So I think he's going to get it right. Just you know, he's playing a tough league too. I mean, it's college ball, man. Everybody, anybody can beat anybody. So. Jackson would like to know, do you think when a team wins a lot of close games, it makes them battle-tested, or do you think it shows that they are not really that dominant? Mm. Wow, that's a great way to word that. Um, me, personally, I think battle-tested. Personally, just my makeup, my mindset, you find a way to win a close game. You know, you're, you're battle-tested, man. I, I think I definitely win that way. Yep. Our buddy Andre Returns says, Coach, I'm a little nervous about the stretch run. Chiefs, Bills, 49ers, Cowboys, Seahawks, and Giants twice. I'm trying to think if that is good to get us ready for the playoffs or if it is brutal and can hurt our chances at a Super Bowl run. What do you think? Well, Dre, first of all, it's always good to hear you. We appreciate you. Um, two, let's make sure we just, again, take it one week at a time. We can't look at the whole body of work that they got to do. We got to look at the Chiefs tonight, and I think it's the Bills next. So I would say don't worry about the Bills. Let's try to figure out the Chiefs. And then we'll go from there, man. But again, they got a great, they got a quarterback, they got nice pieces. Um, they'll they'll be fine. We got to get this one tonight. This one is huge. We get this one, they can catapult us into the next one. And I, I do want to say this because I know we get a lot of Philadelphia questions. But how about those Timberwolves, man? They came fast, a hot start, and as people always know on this show, I know that, I know that everybody knows I'm a little bit more Philadelphia biased. But what the what the what the Timberwolves are doing is pretty exciting, and so let's, let's hopefully we can keep that going. We turn to Matt, who says, I know you were a big sports fan, Coach, but is there a sport you simply will not watch? Um, man, I like everything. I've really gotten heavy into golf watching that. I'd say the one sport that's tough for me to watch, gosh, I hope nobody takes this the wrong way, um, but, you know, tennis can be a little bit tough to watch. Now, now I wish I played tennis. I think that's a very great sport to, great sport to play, hand-eye coordination, stamina, um, change of direction. But, you know, for me, I just, it's hard to just sit down and watch a tennis match. So I'll probably say that one. But I don't, I don't have anything against the sport. I, I like the sport. So. Now it's time to dive into our Thanksgiving questions for the week. So let's start with Becky who says, Coach, some say turkey is not that great. They only eat it at Christmas and Thanksgiving begrudgingly. I think turkey is amazing. So do you eat turkey beyond the holidays? You know, I will. Um, I'm not against it. Um, I actually saw a fun fact that turkeys, how did I see I saw it on, on, on the TV the other day. They said turkeys that are wild-raised that fly are not the best meat because they're tougher. You want those turkeys that are just home, you know, on the farm and raised like that. So I thought that was kind of cool. I thought about it. I said, I'm going to use that on the show and, and share it with people. So don't eat wild turkeys. <laughs> see, we're educational here, too. That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> on the converse side, Lewis says, Coach, turkey is terrible. Do you ever eat another dish as the main course for Thanksgiving, considering that turkey is terrible? Now, I want to be people to understand what I'm saying here. I'm not against turkey. Um, I do like turkey, but I'm not going to cook a turkey. You know, I've done it once um, as an adult, and it was good, and it was, but it was just too much left over. So what I usually do, it'll be, it'll be, a, it'll be a ribs day. It'll be a rib day um, for, for, for me and, um, you know, whoever stops over, I'll give some to some neighbors. So as I was telling Rob before the show, I think, now that I think about it, I'm probably going to do five racks of ribs instead of four. So, you know, just always good to have food around. And ribs, you can't go wrong with ribs. You can make them slide right off the bone. Be really good. Coach has another rack up just in case I show up. I always appreciate it. <laughs> uh, 
Brayden says, Coach, I love stuffing, but I hate it when people put exotic things in them like raisins or nuts. What are things that you think should not be inside stuffing? Uh, inside stuffing, Sid? Yes. Stuffing. Um, yeah, I, I'm kind of, I kind of lean that way. Um, you know, like the, the the exotic stuff. Just keep it, you know, keep it, keep it normal. I shouldn't say normal because everybody's normal might be a little different. Maybe, maybe um, peanuts and maybe raisins are normal for somebody. I'd say more traditional, just the more traditional whatever, um, you know, comes in that box. <laughs> <laughs> Next up, we have Darren, who says, Coach, I know you never have a critical word for somebody on this show, but for fun, would you give us who you think were your turkeys of the year? <laughs> <laughs> oh. <sighs> well, you know what? You know, as I always talk about with my team, um, you know, you got to take responsibility. Uh, you know, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to put the turkey on Coach Taylor. I was a turkey of the year. During that Carlton game, man, we were late in the game. We're up 24, uh, no, 27-24, about four minutes left, three minutes left. I wanted to end the game. I believed in my guys. I still do. I do believe in the call. But looking back on it, if I want to, if I do want to, if I want to put the blame on somebody, I say, you know what, coach, punt the ball away, play defense. And I didn't do that. So there you go. I'm giving myself the turkey of the award, the turkey of the year award. And what are our words of wisdom for this week, coach? You know what, man, I, I just as, as we get to the holiday season, man, there's a lot of people, you know, who don't have, you know, not what you want, you know, but just don't have their basic needs. So just being thankful, I think we all need to be, you know, everybody listen to this show and, you know, just be thankful for what you have. And, um, you know, there's always somebody doing a little bit worse than you are. So be thankful. Try to help people if you can. Uh, so those are the words of wisdom. Fantastic. Coach Taylor, thanks for joining us this week, and happy Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving, all the listeners. Thank you for listening. Thanks, Rob.